This episode of the Consulting Pipeline Podcast is brought to you by Garrett St. John. Garrett is my guest on today's episode, so you'll hear a little bit more about his story in a moment. But for now, if you are an agency owner and your development team needs help producing code faster, shipping more reliable code, or just doing a better job of meeting customer expectations or operating effectively and efficiently, then I'd encourage you to check out what Garrett has to offer in terms of training and mentoring for your software development team. You can find his website at garrettstjohn.com. I'm going to spell that out for you. G-A-R-R-E-T-T-S-T-J-O-H-N.com. Again, garrettstjohn.com. Garrett St. John, how are you? Doing good, Philip. How about you? Doing all right. Thanks for taking some time to chat with me today. Yeah, happy to do it. Thanks. So let's do this. For the folks at home who uh, surprisingly maybe have never heard, have heard of you, <laughs> who are you and what do you do? Uh, well, I, uh, I am in transition between, uh, between what I've been doing and what I am hoping to be doing here, uh, in my work with you, but, uh, primarily I'm a software, uh, developer. Um, I'm playing senior roles in most of the work that I do. Um, and, uh, and I'm working to transition to, uh, to a solid position, um, in, um, software leadership. Nice. So, I want to, I want folks to kind of have the context for where you're coming from, and then I want to talk about how you got to this point where you're like, I want to do something different other than coding all the time. Nothing wrong with that, but that's part of the progression. I think that that a lot of folks want to make is moving out of coding into and into more advisory work or, or leadership work. So, how, like, what what how did you get to where you are today in terms of your career? Yeah, so uh, I've been doing um, software development for about 15 years professionally, um, sometimes as uh, an employee, a salaried employee, sometimes um, as a consultant. Uh, over the years, I've, I've switched back and forth. Um, and, uh, and that's largely been, uh, very, uh, I mean, it's, it's kept my living, uh, things have been, been good and, and, uh, I've got to do a lot of really cool projects. Um, and, and so, you know, the, the real, um, stimulus for this, for this change was around the fact that my pipeline was largely dependent on, uh, referrals from mm -hmm. from folks that I were in my network or people I'd worked with in the past and just wasn't feeling like that was as strong as I'd like mm -hmm. uh, I would have liked to have been so so basically uh, that was what led me to talk to you was to try to find some position you know I read the mm -hmm. the positioning manual um, and just found that um, while it was great I was just needing that extra push. Uh, a little bit of accountability and just um, an extra uh, hand uh, mm -hmm. along this process. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, so, what kind of coding ha have you been doing for those fifteen years? 
Uh, primarily PHP. You know, I've mm-hmm. jumped around on the various frameworks over the years. Started with no frameworks, Code Igniter, Laravel. Uh, now is kind of the the main thing that I'm doing my work in. Um, popped over the front end, which all at once uh, once all the JavaScript frameworks became popular, and have done a fair amount of Angular and Vue development there as well. Mm. Okay. So, at some point, you were like, I, I mean, I. The, the way you described it, you said it's, it's like the, your pipeline wasn't as robust as you would like it to see. Was there was there anything else that was going on, like mentally or emotionally, where you started thinking, I, I want to advance or I want to move into doing less coding and more advising or more leadership? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think, I think one of the big things was the fact that uh, while I'm not um, – you know, over I'm I'm 34, so I'm not so far into my career that uh, I can't keep up. But I do think that there was a bit of like, man, there's a new JavaScript framework every week. There's a new <laughs> PHP framework coming every you know five to ten years. Uh, you know, the web is just so young and it's changing so fast that it would be really nice to take my experience and start to leverage that in um, how to manage projects, how to uh, manage development workflow, um, because those things are kind of timeless, I think. Right. Um, you know, how to work together well and how to to produce um, in a timely manner uh, high-quality code is, is something that's going to stay around. And so that was really the stimulus for, for my uh, looking at, at, at this change in position and what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. So what was like the first time that someone trusted you enough to <laughs> to have you move into a more senior position and how how did that come to be Yeah, I think that was just kind of through my 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 day-to-day work. There was mm-hmm. kind of, you know, there was one contract that comes to mind. Um, you know, I was a staff augmentation developer developer for an agency. Um and the project just had gotten a little bit off of the rails. Uh and and so uh, I think they had seen just through my experience that uh, that that might be something that I could do. And so we did trial uh, to trial like a software leadership uh, mm-hmm. role for, you know, probably about a month. Um, had uh, I think we had, you know, good success with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and actually have since been brought on um, in a standalone role uh to, to do software leadership on a totally different project. So I, I take that as, as, as good results, but, uh, but that was sort of the first opportunity that I, that I really was put into that position. Okay. I, w- I want to circle back later to this, this standalone opportunity you talked about. But at that time, uh, so the project was going off the rails. Did you just sort of raise your hand and say, I think I can fix this, or I'm very curious – what you did that gave your client the confidence that you could you could handle this new level of responsibility? You know, I, I don't consider myself somebody who just naturally grabs the reins and right. and, and everybody's uh-huh. coming along with me. But right. yeah, yeah. Uh, there there was a bit of that, just a need for that. There was a bit of a, a, a gap, I think, in in the the project where it was like. Um, frustrated client, frustrated development team, slow progress, and it was just that somebody has to uh, 
jump on and and set timelines to set estimates to set um, you know priorities and all of those things and so um, you know it wasn't just a like line in the sand and from now on I'm doing this but it was uh, progressively over you know a couple weeks a couple development cycles um, of of just uh, it, you know interjecting opinions there mm-hmm. um, showing. That, that I maybe had the capacity to to do this for uh, for for my clients. I see. Okay. Okay. So you sort of looked around and saw uh, some amount of disarray <laughs> in the project, and sure. it just kind of it, it wasn't like you just stood up and pounded on the desk and had one of those dead poet society moments, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you just sort of gradually stepped into that role by asserting leadership a little bit at a time it sounds like yeah definitely and 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 you know part of it for me like is is i i actually needed help seeing that you know and in talking to you uh, and working through this um talking through the various different things of how i might position the different ways i might position mm-hmm. um you know just just by kind of open conversation um was like yeah i guess i am doing that and mm-hmm. i could do that for other people so mm-hmm. uh <laughs> So, so I needed a bit of a, um, you know, handholding through that, um, but but it was something that I was already doing um, for clients prior to having uh, started starting work with you. Did it feel strange to um, sort of metaphorically step away from the keyboard a little bit? And what I mean by that is spend less than hundred percent of your time coding. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it does. I mean, after you've been doing this. For the well, basically all of my career to this point, um, that's that's kind of nerve wracking. I mean, it's how I've made the dollars that you know pay my mortgage, and so any change is is a bit scary. Um, yeah, uh, and some of it is just I love I love development. Um, right, but uh, you know, part partly for just my future, but but partly is like I, I have a stuff I work in the back end. This is not like I'm not going to be developing anymore. Um, you know, I, I work on side projects mm-hmm. for with 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 with, uh, with peers and um, have plenty of opportunity to 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 code. So it's not about just giving it up and walking away. It's it's more about like you know what's the next natural step um, in my career. Yeah, right. Um, did you? I know I'm just being like asking really simple questions here, but uh, I think that these are the exact questions a lot of others face when they're at this uh, sort of around this moment that you're in right now. So did you consider other options like, um, like for, for that next step in your career? I'm not even sure what those might be, but did, did you just, were there other options on the table? Yeah. So, so I had, ventured down the road a bit myself before. And I think even, you know, once we started working together, there was a, a list of things, you know, looking through past clients that I had served. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there was, there was definitely some options there. I think the, the, the continual thing that I went back to with some of those was, okay, if I have to do X and read blogs about X and talk to people every day about X, mm-hmm. am I going to be happy doing that? Right, and, and so some of those options immediately fell off because it was it was just something that I couldn't see myself wanting to you know become that to become such a big part of my life. Yes, I had served them on a one-off 
uh, client contract and, and I think done well, good work for them. Some of it might've been reusable for future clients, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, okay, do I want to live and breathe this for six months while I'm getting in there? And then obviously going forward too, is it something that I want to, uh, to have be a part of my, my everyday, uh, work? Yeah. You've kind of now had a chance to start dipping your toe a little more in the, maybe you're up to your, your ankle or knee by now, but you know, the, the waters of, of, uh, leadership and what, what have you seen that you just didn't know about that as a sort of, you know, just a regular coder? Um, you know, I mean, I think, I think probably the biggest thing is, is that, you know, there's still, there's still a lot for me to learn. You know, I think, um, I, I think that uh, while I have experience in it, it's some of it's just grabbing the bits out of there that um, you know that I didn't know uh, that I was even doing, or mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, yeah. I think the biggest thing that I that I'm looking at is just uh, how do I how do I share? How do I help? How mm-hmm. do I um, you know structure this in a way that's you know uh, easy. Er, very clear as a service offering to, to my clients. Um, a lot of those types of things that are the next step of, of this whole process. Right. Right. So you kind of moved out of a world where you you knew exactly what you were doing, right. <laughs> Into a world where there's, there's more uncertainty, it sounds like, or, or just more questions about how to do things in a way that's effective. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. So uh, next question is, what like what did the opportunity to do this look like right when you were on the cusp of like okay this might be an opportunity i'm not sure i think it's an opportunity what did it look like how did that actually manifest itself at that time and and just i guess for context um rec- relatively recently you put together a proposal that was i suppose your first proposal to do like just completely advisory work, right? Am I right about that? Okay. Yeah, that's right. So before you wrote the proposal, when you were just like, ah, I think there might be something here, did the client ask you specifically to do that? Or how? what did that look like before you knew it was a real opportunity? Yeah, I think that the timing for all of this was was very convenient. And and I don't necessarily think that that's something that's unique to me. I think the things are there, you know, the the activity within your your your, your work is usually there. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just a matter of seeing it because, um, I, you know, I, I was, uh, I, I was doing, you know, my, my development, uh, contract thing and, uh, just got a random call. Um, hadn't spoken with this client for, uh, probably six months or so. Okay. So, um, so they were, the, sorry, let me stop you there. So they were a previous yeah. client, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Continue. Uh, in a, in a development, um, scope. Exactly. So I was doing, right. you know, code development. Yeah. Right. And, and they basically, you know, got a call and said, you know, these things are happening. We feel like we need, we could really use some help. Is that something you'd even be open to looking at doing for us? Okay. Um, so, so that was kind of the first. And then, you know, I've even since then had a couple of, of, uh, uh of opportunities pop up. Um, you know, basically mostly with, um, previous clients. Mm. So, um, 
yeah, I mean, I think I think all these things were there. Um, you know, I was doing I was doing this advisory role um, in the work that I was already doing, mm-hmm. um, and I think even my clients were seeing it. But it was just kind of that matter of like me saying, "Hey, I guess that is <laughs> that is something I'm doing and something that I I could do uh, exclusively." Okay, so you put together a proposal for this new opportunity. I'm sure you had questions as a part of doing that. Like, what were the big questions that you had to to figure out as a part of putting together that proposal? Yeah, I think I think the big thing, you know, especially being that this wasn't a packaged offering, was you know, what does that what does that offering look like? What do they even need? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, I was able to do um, an on-site um, meeting with the client um, as kind of a initial and smaller engagement mm-hmm. um, to talk to some of the uh, talk to some of the developers on the team talk to the management team you know and really just kind of sniff out the struggles um, so that my proposal could reflect uh, you know what it was that that, that they could use mm-hmm. to uh, to sort of write the ship and, and be as effective as possible okay okay Any, anything else that was like a major I mean so it was like, what does this client actually even need? Because they they came to sure. you with a request that was not as detailed as you needed to put together a proposal. Uh, was there anything else that was kind of a major question? Um, well, I mean, even in that, even in the engagement that we had, the onsite where I was, uh, you know, discussing the state of affairs with this with this uh, agency, mm-hmm. um, the, you know, the questions were like what, what are, what do I ask? <laughs> right. Right. What, what do we talk about? What, you know, what are the signs, you know, the red flags? Um, and, and not that I didn't have the answers. It was just, again, like stepping back from myself and my day-to-day work and, you know, saying, Hey, yeah, we're going to use a version control and this is how you should do it and peer review. And mm-hmm. the things that, that I was, that I, that I know and have done for many, many years, seeing those as red flags. Oh, you're not doing that. Okay. That's probably something that we should address. Okay. You know, and how communicate with each other. Oh, we should probably, uh, talk about those things. So I think some of it's stepping outside of myself and saying, Oh, like not everybody does that that way. Um, I've seen that to be really effective. Um, and so, uh, that's probably something that we should work on for you. Interesting. So it sounds like it was, it was almost like a, uh, a circling back sort of thing where at first you're like, I don't even know what to, uh, you know, what, what questions to ask. And then you realized your questions were almost answered by your own best practices that you developed over greater than a decade of doing this kind of work. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think really that's the, uh, that's the service I'm, I'm planning to offer is Mm -hmm. the, the advisory is coming from, not not that I have all the answers, but I've I've fought a lot of the battles and uh, and so so hopefully I can you know present that experience um, in an effective way uh, for, for for clients. Right. Okay. So um, let's see. Uh, I want to keep this to about twenty minutes, so that leaves me another two minutes or so to pepper you with questions, Garrett. <laughs> All right. And this has been great so far. I'm just trying to pack as much in as I can. Um, so what, um, like now that you're where you are today, um, I, I guess let's do talk about what you're going to 
do to move this forward and, and make this a bigger part of your business or hopefully the, the entire part of your business where you're in a more leadership advisory role? Like what, what are next steps for you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I definitely would like to see this, uh, you know, become my, my full-time, um, uh, involvement in, in advisory. So, you know, the big, the big thing that I'm working on right now is defining, um, some service offerings, um, and looking at how I can help, you know, both developers and, and business owners, um, in a way that's sort of, um, clear uh, you know as to what they're getting out um you know at, at, at a cost that that makes sense um you know uh that has more value than it has expense and, mm-hmm. um so figuring out kind of you know what that is and i and i have had an opportunity to talk to some folks um both developers and business owners on like what that would even look like um mm-hmm. you know and that's that's a beautiful part of of a community is uh having some peers that you can say hey if i was going to do this like would I be crazy to, to, to start here or to charge this or to whatever else? And so I've been bouncing that off, trying to figure out a couple different types of um, training or mentoring mm-hmm. um, offerings mm-hmm. uh, that, that um, you know, and, so, and basically just really trying to formalize that so that I, because, because I do think that there's common things that, that businesses and developers uh, alike struggle with and so yeah. sort of fleshing those out figuring out what my like initial steps are to uh to build this offering for for my clients awesome okay well i want to circle back in about three months and do another conversation with you if you're up for it um to to let folks see where you are at that point because i think it's going to be hopefully like a, a nice even trajectory from where you are uh, with you even doing more satisfying, interesting advisory work, but we'll do that. In the meantime, um, there's like a 2%, I have to warn you, there's a 2% chance that somebody listening to this podcast might actually need to hire you. So, uh, how would they do that if, if that was them? Yeah. So, I mean, I think, and that's part of all this work is, is figuring out, uh, <laughs> figuring out, but right now I have my website, uh, and that's probably the best way to contact me. It's Garrett That's G A R R E T T S T J O H N.com. And, um, you know, it's pretty, pretty developer focused right now. I've yeah. been writing for a number of years off and on about various coding problems and and how I solved them. But um, I'm looking as a part of this whole process to transition that over, Uh, but they can contact me on the site there. Okay. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't be confused uh, by the out of, out of date messaging there. And, and that also I think may be interesting for folks who listen to the podcast who aren't wanting to hire you, but are wanting to follow in your footsteps is to kind of look at the transition over time. Um, So I appreciate you sharing that Garrett. And I really appreciate you um, joining me for this conversation. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, Philip.